your business numbers told a different story, a story of compounding growth and accelerated profits? In my book, 12 Strategies for Profit Acceleration in Your Business, Embracing the Power of Compounding, I share 12 simple strategies to greater profits. This book walks you through a process designed to increase your leads, add revenue through higher conversion rates, and become more profitable by cutting costs using easy-to-implement, cost-effective strategies. All of these strategies can be done without an increase in your advertising or marketing budget. Grab your free copy of the book today by going to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 12 underscore strategies underscore ebook. That's bit.ly forward slash 12 underscore strategies underscore ebook. Welcome back to Pursuing Profit with Principles. I am so excited to bring you another episode in our series regarding students who are just doing an amazing job and making a difference in the world. So I have two guests with me today. Uh, welcome, Hassini and Amulia Alva. How are you today, ladies? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. good. How about you? Ah, oh, wonderful. The beautiful Saturday. Uh, I don't know what day it is when you're listening to this, folks, but we're here on a Saturday and we've come to share some information with you. Let me share with you a little bit about Hassini's bio. She is an adventure seeker who's looking forward to becoming an aspiring author, a famous YouTuber, a role model, an entrepreneur, excuse me, entrepreneur, and a doctor. She has many hobbies such as reading, writing, drawing, public speaking, and so much more. She's very happy to be the author of The Whispers in the Woods, where she talks about overcoming fear and sadness and how to be more in life. She's had a very interesting journey. She's been able to do this because of mentoring and coaching that she's received through the success door and her coach, Miss Nitu Ricci. Um, so awesome. We are excited to have you here, Hassini and mm -hmm. Amula. <laughs> so welcome to the show. So let's dive right in because I want our listeners to hear from you, Hassini. Mm -hmm. So would you share with us a little bit about your journey to get this? Tell us about when this journey started for you, when you started getting interested in more self-development, in writing a book and in doing the things that you're doing. What's that journey been like for you? So first, uh, I guess I was just like reading books and just like I enjoy reading books. So then my mom asked if I wanted to join their, like, a, um, like a writing class to become an author. And I'm like, I was like very excited so I joined the class and I started uh, writing and I procrastinated a lot in writing the book because and then it took me like seven months to write it. And it was pretty interesting because I, I was procrastinating. I was behind. So I had to catch up. I had to be like um, really determined, determined to do it. And I published it when I was 11. So 
you know, that's still an inspiration to a lot of people. There are many people who started their book years ago and haven't finished it yet. And I have to raise my hand. I still have a book that I've been working on for a number of years and just can't seem to get it finished and out there. And it's like (laughs) this far from being finished and published. And and so that so even though you said you procrastinated, you still got it done. Yeah. What do you attribute that determination to? I mean, what caused you to get determined enough to get it out there? I mean, I've always wanted to like finish it before my birthday so I could like be like 12 and like I'll be another by then. Right. So I was like in December, I think I had just like uh, the winter break. I was like just like trying to finish it off so they can be um, the editing team can edit it and then it can be published. And that's what did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So at 12, you published your first book. Yeah. A few days before you about the book. Tell us a little bit about it. The book is basically about this girl. And um, so she went to this like camp place with her best. She was planning on going there with her best friend, but then her best friend kind of like got like, uh, she like died in a um, fight. So um, she went to the camp and like um, she met other people and she was trying to overcome that sadness. And it's just basically the theme of the book is that you should not just be stuck on one point in your life. Go on. What was your inspiration for it? What was the inspiration for the book itself, for the story in in the book? The story in the book, I don't know. I just had like an idea of it because like, you know, like so many people, they have like problems in their life and I just felt like this can motivate them. Very good. So you mentioned that it took you about seven months to write the book. Yes. And that meant you had to devote some time and energy to it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What were the trade-offs for you? What did you have to sacrifice in your life in order to work on the book? What what things did you give up or postpone? So I had to I had to dedicate like an hour each day at least to writing the book. So I had to like sometimes like maybe like not do what I want to do, like like watch TV or like do some fun things outside. And instead I stayed stayed inside and like wrote the book for like an hour each day okay that's not a lot of time an hour each day right that's something Mm -hmm. we can pretty much all find in our day and time that we Mm -hmm. just waste right yeah (laughs) we just spend on things that are not productive did you feel like you were sacrificing things for the book or, or did it just feel easy to do it felt easy to do I mean I enjoyed writing it so right it didn't feel like I was sacrificing anything what other things do you like to do? What are some of the things that you like to do? I like to draw. Oh, nice. Any yeah. favorite genre or favorite things that you like to draw? No, nothing in particular. I just like, when I feel like drawing, I just draw. It just comes out of you. Yeah. I can't even draw stick figures well, so I respect <laughs> anybody who can draw. <laughs> it is not my wheelhouse at all. Mm-hmm. There are a few things that skipped me in my family. You know, there are other artists in my family. Uh, the other thing mm-hmm. that skipped me is cake decorating. I have at least three women in my family, my mother, my sister, and my daughter, who are all magnificent cake decorators, and I'm terrible wow. at it. It just skipped me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I respect people who uh, are more creative that way. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we talked a little bit about that you have a coach. 
Yes. Talk to us about uh, a couple of things. And I want to ask your mom a question here too. So I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to ask your mom a question first, and then we'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. So Amula, um, Amulia. What caused you to look at hiring a coach for Hassini? What was the motivation there? Yeah, actually, uh, she uh, loves to write the book. So actually, we came across one of the institute, uh, Radha Govindam. So from there, uh, we found out that Neetu Rishi is a um, good, I mean, she teaches the public speaking. Um, so she makes uh, us to help the kids to write the book. So I thought maybe this is the right way. Mm, for her to publish the book so I just joined her uh, in Niturishi classes right yeah and and uh, she likes actually Hasini likes reading books uh, she loves to read uh, books at home and school um, I mean she understands what happens around her really easily and right. um, she has many interests like uh, dancing, uh, public speaking, um, drawing. Um, yeah, I also got a g- gift from on Mother's Day. She had <laughs> drawn for me. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Hasinigan, what's it been like for you to have a coach? What's that experience been for you? I mean, if having a coach actually makes me like go on track and like not like procrastinate as much as I procrastinated. Like she checks in with me like every week or so and be like, are you done with the book? Did you make progress? How many words have you finished? So like it reminds me to keep writing. She holds you accountable. Yes. I, I tease my coaching clients, especially my group coaching clients. I tease them that they need to put on their asbestos shoes. I don't know if you know what asbestos is, but it helps prevent someone from getting burned. Okay. It's a, it's a, it, it protects you from fire. So I tell them they need to put on their asbestos shoes because mm-hmm. I'm going to hold their feet to the fire and help them stay accountable for what they're doing. So it's a term here for, for holding someone accountable. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we have some good chuckles over asbestos yeah. shoes, but they hold my feet to the fire too. So they keep me accountable. <laughs> so that's always good. Yeah. Um, so, Amelia, what differences have you seen in Hassini since she started working with Nitu? Yeah, she... Um... I mean, she's regular with her schedules, um, regular with her timetables, what she needs to do at the right time. Um, so um, um, she uh, she also uh, visualize the things and write the book. And uh, she can also imagine the things. I mean, what happens uh, in the next, uh, in the near future. Um, and I also am thankful for Miss Neetu, uh, recording because she helps in each of the step uh, when she's writing the book. <laughs> Very good. 
I know that in your bio, your your author bio on Amazon, Hassini, mm-hmm. you talk about um, having the hobby of public speaking and, yeah. and having entrepreneurial skills. And you also talk about some awards that you've won. Can you talk to us about those? You talk about third place in the Young Entrepreneurs Oscar 2020, a finalist in the Great Orators Competition. And then also there's another one there. And I am not even going to try to pronounce all the words in it because I will mess it up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what did you tell about that? So I'm um, listening to like um, she recommended me to like join these competitions, maybe like to help me like help better practice with public speaking. Right. And then the um, the Oscar one is basically like she com- collaborated with this other institute to create this competition it's basically like making a project like an entrepreneurial project business and like submitting it to them it was and I loved it oh awesome now I know that need to also has a program where students get to coach other students are you involved in that as well or you're actually helping others um yeah I am so she has this club Yeah, yeah she has this that. club called like the Success Rose Legends Club. And right now we're like mentors helping mentees like with different things. So I'm in the writing group and oh, I'm nice. helping like the kids like um, write and maybe like publish their book. How young are the authors that you're working with? Fourth grade or third grade, I think. So is that amazing to be able to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. fun too. Yeah. In my world, I call that the ripple effect. Because, you know, Nitu is creating a ripple, right? She has yeah. helped you and you're now helping other people. And those people will go out and help other people, whether mm-hmm. it's through their book or through other things that they do. And so you're creating this ripple throughout the world and you're a part of that ripple effect. And that mm-hmm. I just find that so exciting to be a part of that ripple effect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about, well, one, you want to be a doctor. Tell me about that. What kind of medicine do you want to practice? What do you what what field do you want to go into there? There's so I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided. What interests you at the moment? What do you what are your I don't know, maybe like you? I don't know, something neuroscience related or like maybe like psychology. Awesome. Awesome. And in terms of an entrepreneur, of course, as a doctor, you can, you know, you're an entrepreneur as well. If you have, if you go into that with entrepreneurial skills, that's really good because mm-hmm. so it's not something they teach in medical school no. for the most part. You know, they might spend a very small amount on business building in medical school. Uh, my, my husband is a former chiropractor and, you know, he said very little time was spent on that. Um so that's a real plus if you go into the medical field and have your own practice that you already know more about marketing and about building a business, those kinds of things. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, other things that you like to do right now, besides reading and writing, what are some of the other things that you like to do? I don't know, maybe like talking with my friends. I spend a lot of time chatting texting my friends okay good are you involved in any sports or music or anything like that um I do like um let's see um this like religious music like singing and then I also do tennis oh nice nice very nice um so 
what advice would you have for other youth, other students, whether they're younger, your age, a little older, what advice would you have for them if somebody's listening to this and they say, yeah, that sounds really interesting. I, I, I've been kind of wanting to do something or I've thought I might like to do something. What advice would you give them as to how to get started? So first, do what you love. Don't like do what anyone else wants you to do. And second, don't procrastinate and just like be like determined to do it and actually have that willpower. Yeah. And what would you tell them about a coach, about getting a coach? Getting a coach is like, really helpful because then you have an accountability partner which who helps you like be on track helps you with things that you don't understand and sometimes like just yeah just helps you write the book yeah. or anything you want to do or anything you want to do yeah and that accountability is so important right it is now you also have a youtube channel right yeah what do you put on your youtube channel what kinds of things are on there I, I don't know, and like yet. what I love to do, like sometimes it's about like helping public speaking skills, okay, sometimes yeah. dance videos, and then entrepreneurial skills, and Excellent. just different so kind of teaching videos. Are they? Or kind of, yeah, and kind of some of them, them, yeah. Okay, very good, Mom. What is it like to have Hasini in the household with this this young woman with the strong uh, desires and motivation and ambition? What is that like in your household uh, to be able to to have that kind of energy in your child and to be able to support that? Um, yeah, she um, she um, improved her public speaking skills. Um, be, uh, because of this uh, training and uh, she helps her sister too. Uh, she guide her sister and how she can uh, improve her skills. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. In each part of, the, uh, I mean, uh, our life or she helps us to, or um, also helps us to uh, decision maker, like um, what's good. <laughs> Okay. You know, something you said there reminded me of a memory of my childhood. I have a sister who's 17 months older than I am. And when she started school, she would come home every day and teach me everything she learned. So by the time I got into school, I was ahead of the game and I was always really good in school. But I think a lot of it came from the fact that my sister spent so much time with me teaching me what she learned. And so it, that was a really cool thing for me growing up. How about that with you and your sister, Hasini? Is that what you find that your sister is is uh, receptive to what you want to share with her and <clears throat> And excuse me, and is that helping her to to accelerate herself as well? Yeah, it is. So now, she, so I did the entrepreneurial classes, right? right? And she also started joining them because she wanted to like also do it. Awesome. She yeah. every time thinks that why I can't do it in, uh, if my sister can do it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> my sister can do it, I can do it. Yes. yes. <laughs> and and just, you know, that's, again, part of that ripple effect that you're creating, right? You, you mm -hmm. are impacting other lives by making the choices that you're making 
I mean, we all impact other lives by the choices we make. So why not make these good choices? Go ahead, Hasini. What were you going to say? I could see you. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we have a choice on how we impact, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if we if we step up and apply ourselves and and set goals for ourselves and then work towards those, they have an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see any um, final comments to, to other youth um, or to anyone listening, any, anything that you'd like to add a final comment that you have a thought that you'd like to share. No, just do what you love. That's it. I love that advice. That is, you know, in, in the business world, we talk about follow your passion a lot because your passion Mm -hmm helps other people relate to you. People who have a like passion will relate to you and you actually attract those people into your business. So yeah, do what you love, do what you mm-hmm. love and do what you're good at. Follow your zone of genius, you know, do what yeah. you're good at. Absolutely. Amulga, any final words that you would like to offer to our listeners? Yeah, she can inspire others and she can become a role model uh, for others. Yes. Yeah. Even the young child's can, uh, child can write a book. Yes. Publish. And I've seen that Nitu has worked with some really young folks to get their first book out there. And it's yes. such an yeah. inspiration because so many of us do procrastinate it. And to see you young folks putting out these books so early in life is an inspiration. I know it is to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. We uh, are actually going to be adding to this show a brief video from Nitu Rishi, the coach we've been talking about, and her experiences with Hasini. So we will add that in uh, to the final show. It will be a part of the final show. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, I really appreciate you being here today. Appreciate this time with you. And learning more about you, Hasini, I wish you the best. You're doing great things. And, Thank you. and we will probably do a sequel to this at some point, and we may have several of you on at the same time and do a panel discussion uh, mm-hmm. in a few months. Okay. okay. So uh, thanks, folks, for watching. And we hope you'll come back. If you like this, please uh, indicate, you know, that you that you liked it and give it a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe, rate it. We'd love to have your feedback on it. Any comments? Uh, And and please join us again for Pursuing Profit with Principles. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Pursuing Profit with Principles. I am so excited to bring you another episode in our series regarding students who are just doing an amazing job and making a difference in the world. So I have two guests with me today. Uh, Welcome, Hasini and Amulia Alva. How are you today, ladies? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Good. How about you? Ah, wonderful. The beautiful Saturday. Uh, I don't know what day it is when you're listening to this, folks, but we're here on a Saturday and we've come to share some information with you. Let me share with you a little bit about Hasini's bio. She is an 11-year-old adventure seeker who's looking forward to becoming an aspiring author, 
a famous YouTuber, a role model, an entrepreneur, excuse me, entrepreneur, and a doctor. She has many hobbies such as reading, writing, drawing, public speaking, and so much more. She's very happy to be the author of The Whispers in the Woods, where she talks about overcoming fear and sadness and how to be more in life. She's had a very interesting journey in her short 11 years. She's been able to do this because of mentoring and coaching that she's received through the success door and her coach, Miss Nitu Ricci. Uh, and so this is this firm, the success door is a coaching success door. Excuse me, my tongue is getting twisted. Is a coaching and an image consulting firm. Um, so awesome. We are excited to have you here, Hassini and mm-hmm. Amula. <laughs> so welcome to the show. So let's dive right in because I want our listeners to hear from you, Hassini. Mm-hmm. So would you share with us a little bit about your journey to get here? You know, you're 11 years old and many people out there are going to go, what? She's 11 and she's already done all of this. Tell us about when this journey started for you, when you started getting interested in more self-development, in writing a book and in doing the things that you're doing. What's that journey been like for you? So first, I guess I was just like reading books and just like I enjoy reading books. So then my mom asked if I wanted to join like um, like a writing class to become an author. And I'm like, I was like very excited so I joined the class and I started uh, writing and I procrastinated a lot in writing the book because and then it took me like seven months to write it. And it was pretty interesting because I, I was procrastinating. I was behind, so I had to catch up. I had to be like um, really determined, determined to do it. And I published it when I was 11. I'm actually 13 now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you for correcting that. (laughs) So, you know, that's still an inspiration to a lot of people. There are many people who started their book years ago and haven't finished it yet. And I have to raise my hand. I still have a book that I've been working on for a number of years and just can't seem to get it finished and out there. And it's like (laughs) this far from being finished and published and so that so even though you said you procrastinated you still got it done yeah what do you attribute that determination to I mean what caused you to get determined enough to get it out there I mean I've always wanted to like finish it before my birthday so I could like be like 12 and like I'll be another by then right so I was like in December I think I had to just like uh, do winter break I was like just like trying to finish it off so they can be um, the editing team can edit it and then it can be published and that's what did yeah Yeah. (laughs) so at 12 you published your first book yeah a few days about the book tell us a little bit about it the book is basically about this girl and um so she went to this like camp place with her best she was planning on going there with her best friend but then her best friend kind of like got like uh, she like died in a um flight so um she went to the camp and like um she met other people and she was trying to overcome that sadness and right, it's just right. basically the theme of the book is that you should not just be stuck on one point in your life you go on what was your inspiration for it what was the inspiration for the book itself for the story in, in the book 
the story in the book I don't know I just had like an idea of it because like you know like so many people they have like problems in their life and I just felt like this can motivate them very good so you mentioned that it took you about seven months to write the book yes and that meant you had to devote some time and energy to it right Mm -hmm. what were the trade-offs for you what did you have to sacrifice in your life in order to work on the book what what things did you give up or postpone so I had to I had to dedicate like an hour each day at least to writing the book so I had to like sometimes like maybe like not do what I want to do like like watch tv or like do some fun things outside and instead I stayed inside and like wrote the book for like an hour each day Okay. That's not a lot of time, an hour each day, right? That's something Mm -hmm. we can pretty much all find in our day and time that we Mm -hmm. just waste, right? Yeah. (laughs) We just spend on things that are not productive. Did you feel like you were sacrificing things for the book or or Mm. did it just feel easy to do? It felt easy to do. I mean, I enjoyed writing it, so it didn't feel like I was sacrificing anything. What other things do you like to do? What are some of the things that you like to do? I like to draw. Oh, nice. Any yeah. favorite genre or favorite things that you like to draw? No, nothing in particular. I just like, when I feel like drawing, I just draw. It just comes out of you. Yeah. I can't even draw stick figures well, so I respect <laughs> anybody who can draw. <laughs> it is not my wheelhouse at all. Mm-hmm. There are a few things that skipped me in my family. You know, there are other artists in my family. Uh, the other thing mm-hmm. that skipped me is cake decorating. I have at least three women in my family, my mother, my sister, and my daughter, who are all magnificent cake decorators, and I'm terrible wow. at it. It just skipped me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I respect people who uh, are more creative that way. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we talked a little bit about that you have a coach. Yes. Talk to us about uh, a couple of things. And I want to ask your mom a question here, too. So I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to ask your mom a question first, and then we'll come back to you. Okay. okay. So Amula, um, Amulia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what caused you to look at hiring a coach for Hassini? What was the motivation there? Yeah, actually, uh, she uh, loves to write the book. So actually, we came across one of the institute, uh, Radha Govindam. So from there, uh, we found out that Neetu Rishi is a um, good, I mean, she teaches the public speaking. um, So she makes uh, us to help the kids to write the book. So I thought maybe this is the right way for her to publish the book. So I just joined her uh, in Niturishi classes. Right. Yeah. And and uh, she likes, actually Hassidi likes reading books. Uh, she loves to read uh, books at home and school. Um, I mean, she understands what happens around her really easily. And right. um, she has many interests like dancing, uh, public speaking, um, drawing. Um, yeah, I also got a gift from on Mother's Day. She had <laughs> drawn for me. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> yes. yes. So 
Hassan again, what's it been like for you to have a coach? What's that experience been for you? I mean, having a coach actually makes me like go on track and like not like procrastinate as much as I procrastinated. Like she checks in with me like every week or so and be like, are you done with the book? Did you make progress? How many words have you finished? So like it reminds me to keep writing. She holds you accountable. Yes. I, I tease my coaching clients, especially my group coaching clients. I tease them that they need to put on their asbestos shoes. I don't know if you know what asbestos is, but it helps prevent someone from getting burned. Okay. It's a, it's a, it, it protects you from fire. So I tell them they need to put on their asbestos shoes because I'm going to hold their feet to the fire and help them stay accountable for what they're doing. So it's a term here for, for holding someone accountable. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we have some good chuckles over asbestos yeah. shoes, but they hold my feet to the fire too. So they keep me accountable. <laughs> so that's always good. Yeah. Um, so Amelia, what differences have you seen in Hassini since she started working with me too? Yeah, she, um, I mean, she's regular with her schedules, um, regular with her timetables, what she needs to do at the right time. Um, so um, um, she uh, she also uh, visualizes the things and write the book. And um, she can also imagine the things, I mean, what happens uh, in the next, uh, in the near future. Um, and I also am thankful for Miss Neetu, uh, regarding because she helps in each of the step uh, when she's writing the book. <laughs> Very good. I know that in your bio, your your author bio on Amazon, Hassini, mm-hmm. you talk about um, having the hobby of public speaking and, yeah. and having entrepreneurial skills. And you also talk about some awards that you've won. Can you talk to us about those? You talk about third place in the Young Entrepreneurs Oscar 2020, a finalist in the Great Orators Competition. And then also there's another one there. And I am not even going to try to pronounce all the words in it because I will mess it up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what would you tell about that? So um, Miss Nidu, like um, she recommended me to like join these competitions, maybe like to help me like help better practice with public speaking right. and then the um the oscar one is basically like she come collaborated with this other institute to create this competition it's basically yeah. like making a project like an entrepreneurial project business and like submitting it to them it was and i loved it oh awesome now i know that Nitu also has a program where students get to coach other students are you involved in that as well or you're actually helping others? Um, yeah, yes. I am. So Talk she has this club. Yeah. yeah, she Talk has this that. club called like the Success Rose Legends Club. And right now we're like mentors, helping mentees like with different things. So I'm in the writing group and oh, I'm nice. helping like the kids like um, write and maybe like publish their book. How young are the authors that you're working with? Fourth grade or third grade, I think. So Is that amazing to be able to mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. fun too. Yeah. In my world, I call that the ripple effect. 
because, you know, Nitu is creating a ripple, right? She has yeah. helped you and you're now helping other people. And those people will go out and help other people, whether mm-hmm. it's through their book or through other things that they do. And so you're creating this ripple throughout the world and you're a part of that ripple effect. And that mm-hmm. I just find that so exciting to be a part of that ripple effect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about, well, one, you want to be a doctor. Tell me about that. What kind of medicine do you want to practice? What do you what what field do you want to go into there? So I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided. What interests you at the moment? What do you what are your I don't know, maybe like you? I don't know, something neuroscience related or like maybe like psychology. Awesome. Awesome. And in terms of an entrepreneur, of course, as a doctor. You can, you know, you're an entrepreneur as well. If you have, if you go into that with entrepreneurial skills, that's really good because mm-hmm. so it's not something they teach in medical school no. for the most part. You know, they might spend a very small amount on business building in medical school. Uh, my, my husband is a former chiropractor and, you know, he said very little time was spent on that. Um so that's a real plus if you go into the medical field and have your own practice that you already know more about marketing and about building a business, those kinds of things. That's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, other things that you like to do right now, besides reading and writing, what are some of the other things that you like to do? I don't know, maybe like talking with my friends. I spend a lot of time chatting texting my friends okay good are you involved in any sports or music or anything like that um I do like um let's see um this like religious music like singing and then I also do tennis oh nice nice very nice um so what advice would you have for other youth, other students, whether they're younger, your age, a little older, what advice would you have for them if somebody's listening to this and they say, yeah, that sounds really interesting. I, I, I've been kind of wanting to do something or I've thought I might like to do something. What advice would you give them as to how to get started? So first, do what you love. Don't like do what nice. anyone else wants you to do. And second, don't procrastinate and just like be like determined to do it and actually have that willpower. Yeah. And what would you tell them about a coach, about getting a coach? Getting a coach is like really helpful because then you have an accountability partner which who helps you like be on track, helps you with things that you don't understand. And sometimes like just, yeah, just helps you write the book yeah. or anything you want to do. Or anything you want to do. Yeah. And that accountability is so important, right? It is. Now, you also have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. What do you put on your YouTube channel? What kinds of things are on there? I haven't. I don't know. Any, like what I love to do. Like sometimes it's about like helping public speaking skills. Okay. Sometimes yeah. dance videos and then entrepreneurial skills. And Excellent. just different. So they're kind of teaching videos, are they? Or kind of, yeah. And kind of some of them, yeah. Okay. Very good. Mom, what is it like to have Hasini in the household with this this young woman with the strong uh, desires and motivation and ambition? What is that like in your household? Uh, 
to be able to to have that kind of energy in your child and to be able to support that? Um, yeah, she um, she um, improved her public speaking skills um, be, uh, because of this uh, training and uh, she helps her sister too. Uh, she guide her sister and how she can uh, improve her skills. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. In each part of, the, uh, I mean, uh, our life or she helps us to, or um, also helps us to uh, decision maker, like um, what's good. <laughs> okay. You know, something you said there reminded me of a memory of my childhood. I have a sister who's 17 months older than I am. And when she started school, she would come home every day and teach me everything she learned. So by the time I got into school, I was ahead of the game and I was always really good in school. But I think a lot of it came from the fact that my sister spent so much time with me teaching me what she learned. And so that was a really cool thing for me growing up. How about that with you and your sister, Hassini? Is that what you find that your sister is is uh, receptive to what you want to share with her? And and excuse me, and is that helping her to to accelerate herself as well? Yeah, it is. So now, she, so I did the entrepreneurial classes, right? right? And she also started joining them because she wanted to like also do it. Awesome. She every time thinks that why I can't do it uh, if my sister can do it. There you go. (laughs) If my sister can do it, I can do it. Yes. (laughs) And and just, you know, that's, again, part of that ripple effect that you're creating, right? You you Mm -hmm. are impacting other lives by making the choices that you're making. I mean, we all impact other lives by the choices we make. So why not make these good choices? Go ahead, Hasini. What were you going to say? I could see you. No, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just (laughs) say Okay. Uh, But yeah, we have a choice on how we impact, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we, if we step up and apply ourselves and, and set goals for ourselves and then work towards those, they have an impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see any um, final comments to, to other youth. Um, or to anyone listening, any anything that you'd like to add, a final comment that you have, a thought that you'd like to share? No, just do what you love. That's it. I love that advice. That is, you know, in, in the business world, we talk about follow your passion a lot because your passion mm-hmm. helps other people relate to you. People who have a like passion will relate to you and you actually attract those people into your business. So yeah, do what you love. Do what you mm-hmm. love and do what you're good at. Follow your zone of genius, you know, do what yeah. you're good at. Absolutely. Amulga, any final words that you would like to offer to our listeners? Yeah, she can inspire others and she can become a role model uh, for others. Yes. Yeah. E- e- even the young child's can, uh, child can write a book. Yes. And I've seen that Nitu has worked with some really young folks to get their first book out there. And it's such an inspiration because so many of us do procrastinate it. And to see you young folks putting out these books so early in life is an inspiration. I know it is to me. Mm -hmm. 
We uh, are actually going to be adding to this show a brief video from Nitu Rishi, the coach we've been talking about, and her experiences with Hassini. So we will add that in uh, to the final show. It will be a part of the final show. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, I really appreciate you being here today. Appreciate this time with you. And learning more about you, Hassini, I wish you the best. You're doing great things. And, Thank you. And we will probably do a sequel to this at some point, and we may have several of you on at the same time and do a panel discussion uh, mm-hmm. in a few months. Okay? Okay. So uh, thanks, folks, for watching, and we hope you'll come back. If you like this, please uh, indicate you know that you, that you liked it and give it a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe, rate it. We'd love to have your feedback on it, any comments. uh, And and please join us again for Pursuing Profit with Principles. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. As you can see, all entrepreneurs experience challenges in business. It's my experience, however, that with every challenge we solve, we create a new challenge. So let me ask you, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you monetizing your P&L statement? Or do you even know how to do that? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns? or seeing your family, or are your relationships suffering because of this and the stress that you're experiencing? If this is you, I'd like to invite you to consider applying to participate in my Business Superheroes Mastermind program. This mastermind is for entrepreneurs who already have an established business generating consistent sales and are providing value to their clients. However, they're missing out on sufficient profit and time to live life on their own terms. As a result, their relationships are also suffering. They're looking for a more integrated lifestyle, as defined by Dave Rule in Done by Noon, knowing that work and life will never be balanced 50-50. As entrepreneurs, we know there will always be overlaps but we can look at it from a holistic, more well-rounded approach to work and life. So this mastermind is not for you if you're too busy or broke to invest in leverage for your business, or if you wanna figure it out on your own again, and you're not committed to reclaiming the most important relationships in your life. It is for you if you're done reinventing the wheel and doing it the hard way. You understand that speed and ease equals income, and you want to increase the speed of your income and profit. And you want to add leverage into your business and be able to cultivate, strengthen, and renew great relationships in your life. If that's you, then complete my mastermind application. Secure an appointment with me by making a refundable $1,000 deposit, and then scheduling a call to discuss whether or not you're a good fit for this mastermind. The link is bit.ly, that's bit.ly, forward slash mastermind qualifying. That's bit.ly forward slash mastermind qualifying. 
This will be a no-pressure call. We'll simply visit to assess whether or not this mastermind is the right tool for you at this time and take a quick look at the potential in your business. If it's a fit, great. We'll get you signed up. If it's not, we'll refund your deposit. So complete the application today, and I look forward to visiting with you soon.